Podcast. Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Restless Keg Syndrome Fantasy Football Podcast 2018. Uh, this is episode number three. I'm here with my good friend uh, Tom Crawford, who uh, I believe is everybody's favourite actuary in the uh, in the league. I think that's probably true. Um, so Tom, welcome. Uh, really great to have you on here. Uh, my first question to you on behalf of everybody in the league is... What is an actuary? Um, it's, that's a very good question. Do you know what? Thank you. It's very complicated to explain. You almost have to be one to understand it fully. Oh, that sounds complicated. It is. Is there any little clues you could give us? Insurance. Insurance. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. And... Numbers? Um, and... and um, Terrific personalities and uh, great to have a beer with. Uh, yes, I would say that's that's definitely a bonus. Not necessarily standard in every actuary you'll meet, but you know it helps. If you uh, if you meet a good one, uh, keep 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 them close. Um, so Tom, this is about fantasy football. Um, we our draft is on uh, Saturday. It's that time of year again where we get back into it. So uh, interested to hear a little bit about your experiences with fantasy football over the last two years. Mm, well, uh, I have found it. In equal parts, riveting and frustrating, and uh, yeah, those two things really. In equal parts, riveting and frustrating. Um, mainly frustrating, actually. Now that I think about it, can be frustrating. And how so? Why, why frustrating? Uh, not knowing much about the game or any of the players in it. Yeah. I'm I'm really kind of relying on the experts' opinion, um, and over the two seasons, I have become very familiar with these experts being painfully wrong in their projections and uh, that is the source of my great frustration and who would be your experts who, who are you relying on here uh, mainly ESPN <laughs> boffins I, I suppose you'd call them yeah I do have to warn you that ESPN are idiots so um, yeah, okay. the, the, uh, do, do take that uh, with a slight but, uh, but the, the trouble is, um, it's and you, I, I appreciate that you did try to uh, provide a guiding hand at some point last season and point me towards other expert sources. But digging around in, in all the I, information, I would, I, would, I would sometimes tell Tom uh, that he had an injured player and may want to consider other, <laughs> other options. I, well, I think I remember you pointed me to a website where where yeah, there was yeah. like uh, yeah expert discussions about who you should drop or who you should draft if they're on free waivers and all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff and i read about half a paragraph and thought i i just can't and i, I definitely can't keep up with this every single week or even three times a week before oh, any you, of the games you got a man you got it if you if you want to if you yeah. want to be up there you got to be reading everything and, uh, you can find and i just couldn't so so i i relied on uh, on just uh, good luck and the espn boffins and they failed me so um, my question is um, about the crossover between fantasy football and real-life um, American football. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched an American football game? Yes, many. Okay, okay. Would many. you typically on a Sunday be looking to sit down and, and, and watch a game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, the, we, so, so the, 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 the occasions where I have seen a game mainly involved my brother-in-law, who's a big Washington Redskins fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on family vacations, things like Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. Christmas, that sort of thing, you know, if we're all in the house together, he would be watching a game and I would use it as an excuse to, you know, 
bond with my brother-in-law and just sit and have a beer. So watch, watch the game. Yeah, sit and watch the game. And uh, you know, I've been I've been to a game with you in a pub, if you remember. In a pub. Two games. I thought you were going to say in a stadium, and I, I, no. I've only been to a limited number myself. Yeah, I've never been to a stadium. It seems like an awfully cold thing to do most of the time. It, it's a cold time of year. Yeah. Like, or, or, or be in Florida, or be, be in one of the. Oh, fl- yeah. Do you know what? I'd like to see a game in, uh, in San Francisco. 49ers. Aren't they, aren't they from there? They are from there, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, n- n- nice and warm. Um, okay, so uh, you. Actually, did pretty well in your first season. Uh, I think you didn't know any of the players at that point in no. time. Uh, you made it to uh, the semi-finals, and you very came very close to making the final. You got beaten out at the end by uh, Amy and Jake's team, who who, who did make the final. Wow. Um, your, your memory of such things is quite incredible. What I was I was following closely as to who would be uh, facing me in the final, so okay. I, I do remember it. Um, <laughs> what 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 are your secrets for success? How did you pull off such a, a great feat in your first season? Uh, I think I think in the first season. My my secret to what success there was that you remember and I clearly don't um, is basically not trading with anybody because not, I didn't because I didn't know what I was doing I was like no I'm not going to trade okay, because okay. I think you're going to take advantage of me sure um, and it seemed to work out and then how did your approach to trading go in the second year uh, I think there was some point in the season where I was very close to the bottom hadn't won many games. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, I give up on this stupid game. If anybody asks for a trade, I'm just going to say yes. Okay. And then Matt offered me a trade, and uh, I think I took it, and it worked out. So, what's your approach to trading year three? Um, spin the wheel and see if it yeah, comes up yes or no. Exactly. Toss <laughs> okay. a coin, something like that. Um, very good. So uh, we now know our draft order in for the draft on Saturday, which is very imminent now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be the last chance I get to ask this question because. Um, very soon it will be redundant but Tom uh, what draft number are you? Uh, I am 11 and I out do, of 12 let's can, just say that can you 12. talk about your experience of finding out that you were 11 and, and the way that it, it, uh, it, it came about so. uh, well uh, yes I, I heard rumours of, of a race in a pub or a bar and it sounded quite interesting so you went and sought out what what it was and watched it immediately. Well, not quite. No, I was I was you. You've kind of caught me at quite a busy point in my life. Okay. <laughs> Sandwiching a bit of work in between a couple of vacations, so I, I kind of sounds stressful. Yeah, it was it was quite stressful. Um, so so I followed along with a few emails and uh, WhatsApp messages. Mm-hmm. Heard about a race. Thought yeah. how how are they possibly going to be running around in a bar? That right. sounds silly. But then you know, there's all sorts of bars in New York, so maybe there's a place you can do that. Um, but then, but then, uh, our, our gracious host here this evening just made me watch the actual race. <laughs> I did. I, we, we did a replay. It would have been much quicker if we didn't force ourselves to, yeah, to watch wait, Joe to wait for Joe to crawl <laughs> over the line. I actually hadn't realised quite how far behind everyone else he, he was. Yeah, Joe kind was. of whizzed in there, and then <laughs> Joe was. Took, took his time it was, yeah, it was at least 8 seconds after I finished I think and that's <laughs> felt, pretty felt, bad felt like much longer mm-hmm. um, great so you're coming at, at 11 we have these lovely sheets in front of us yeah very um, this by the way is a prime example of what actuaries do I, I'm just going to say that. you asked that question earlier but it's really all about formatting spreadsheets it's put it, making nice spreadsheets making nice colours and um, being really proud of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you crowbar them into any opportunity you get to share them with your friends exactly um, yeah sure so um, you're coming in at 11 you can then come in at 14 um, sandwiching Joe 
any any names around there that you uh, like the look of? Um, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. We talked about him a little bit earlier off air. Off air, um, that was. Yeah, yeah, off air. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to remind the, the the listeners as to your experience with Melvin Gordon? Um, now I think he was the person who I got in the trade with Matt, and it, I think he worked out. He d- he did me proud. He did you proud, uh, and you yeah. got rid of Julio Jones. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. who was a complete uh, waste of space. He wasn't that good last year. No, yeah, and carried on being a complete waste of space. So that that's why I did so well last year. I think. Although oh, I didn't do that well. And we see, I, I see this weird. I have I have an experience or a, a uh, memory of doing much better last year than I did in my first year, but apparently that is not the case. <laughs> Maybe you started to get to know the players and uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Does that mean you would like to have Melvin Gordon this year with the experience, or would you like to try something new? Um, see how it falls. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of those weird things, isn't it? When in, with sport, it's like you know, I kind of know the player, I trust him a little bit. Yeah. Did me proud last year, so I'm kind of more inclined to go for him than this uh, Leonard Fournette chap who he's I've a, never heard of. He's Ollie's Ollie's BFF these days. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll take him just to annoy Ollie. <laughs> so um, th- that's the first sort of two rounds you're looking at. There, you've essentially got two end of the first round picks so yep. around about there. Um, looking at the rest of the sheet, are there some other any other names that I having played for two years? You're familiar with? You like the look of? You don't like? Uh, yeah, I don't like this uh, Tom Brady character. Tom Tom I hear Brady. He's a bit of a racist and um, pro-Trump sort of guy. Pro-Trump. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to avoid him. Okay. Or maybe I'll have him and just keep him on my bench for the entire season. No, you're just to stuff it to him. Hey, that that would that would teach him a lesson. I mm-hmm. think it would teach the rest of us a lesson about about um, not having him. Um, <laughs> you, uh, your team name. Your team yes. name. Is um, remind me funny shaped balls. Funny shaped balls. Now, does that have any tie back to uh, Mr. Tom Brady? Um, no. No. Okay. You're talking okay. Deflate Gate. I was you? talking Deflate Gate, but I'm glad I asked because no. it seems like there's another story behind it. There is. Uh, have you not heard the old adage about? Really, it's about rugby, but I'm going to use it about American football in this case. So, American football is a game played by men with funny shaped balls. <laughs> haven't heard that one <laughs> appreciate you sharing it <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome uh, well I'm glad I knew I thought that was um, a Tom Brady reference now um, one of the um, features of the league is that if you end up coming in um, first place then you're awesome and if you come in last place you suck and yeah. that means you have the penalty of having your team name chosen for you um, yes. Mr Nick Jarrett is on the block this year for having his team name chosen for him so putting on the spot anything come to mind about uh, what you might want to suggest uh, yes 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 why not but 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 I'm kind of blanking well I had a couple of couple of themes rather than actual names ready in my head right certainly something about Arsenal Oh yeah, that was it, wasn't it? We did talk about this a little bit off air too, and it's coming back to me. You need to um, um, be better at hiding the the, the pre-show work. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. well, I just want everybody <laughs> to know that a lot of work goes into putting a podcast together, and you know, you've, you've been here for two hours helping helping uh, get this thing it, up and it, running. It certainly does. People don't necessarily want to see it behind, <laughs> behind the curtain of the, the little man with the microphone. For sure. I suppose that's true. But uh, okay, so um, the main the main themes were. Uh, Tottenham being better than Arsenal and uh, Nick being a massive Donald Trump fan so mm. what we decided what I decided because you know obviously we didn't discuss this at all before the podcast mm-hmm. um, how about make Tottenham great again 
make Tottenham great again. Yes, that's sure to rankle the old, uh, the, the old codger. Yeah, um, indeed. Double whammy, if you like. Double, double whammy. Um, yeah, very good. Um, now, uh, your expectations for this season. Um, I think you have grown into your uh, stature. We, as we talked about, you finished third or fourth in the first year, more mid-table last year. You're an actuary. Mm-hmm. Can you extrapolate a trend? Um, no, too few data points. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe it's a parabola, and you come right to come back around. It's to, possible. Uh, it's possible, or it might be. Yeah, it might be. It might be just a straight line downward. Could spiral. Could could well be. Could well be. Can a straight line be a spiral? Um, can a straight line? It's a little bit late at night to be thinking about <laughs> that kind of philosophical um, discussion. Um, yeah, well, uh, we are coming towards the uh, end of the podcast. So, um, Tom, I think you have some. Uh, unfortunate news to reveal about your participation on the weekend. Uh, yes, unfortunately, I may not be able to join the draft in person or on phone, as it may be. But I'm going to uh, show you very soon um, how to change up your order so that you can put some uh, little little fancy uh, moves in, so that people you're not um, too predictable. Uh, I think we yep. I'd appreciate that pick some interesting people to do um, any any final words for the league for um, uh, the listeners of this podcast to leave us with any little stories from uh, things that have gone on um, anything you wanted to talk about at all um, firstly I would just like to say uh, thank you for organising all of this it's been it's been as I say a frustrating semi pleasure while doing it my, my uh, quite, quite welcome yeah, my main my main memory of doing uh, fantasy football over the last couple of years is is basically checking my phone every time I go to the toilet. Far, far too frequently, sure. <laughs> yeah, far too frequently, and uh, spending too long in there, sitting there, <laughs> watching the points tick or not tick. Um, but as I say, it's been kind of fun, and uh, long may it continue until it reaches such a point that I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> we, will, we will hope to attain them enlightenment eventually uh, well so I'm really excited for the season uh, we've got the draft on Saturday and then it will be for real and these um, pre-draft podcasts will be consigned to the uh, annals of history indeed some indeed. Kind of, but I'm some, gonna, some kind of hall of fame I imagine I'm going to keep the spreadsheet for, for <laughs> posterity you should do well uh, great to have you uh, thanks a lot for doing this with me and uh, yeah I look forward to the draft of the weekend thank you thank you great.